0: Now we see the vision of Grace Assembly transforming lives, helping people to be successful in their business at home and business. It's all to the end of making a difference. What's the point of being transformed when your being there makes no difference? What's the point of being blessed when your life makes no difference? What's the point of being the most church nation in the world when the multiplicity of the churches makes no difference in the nation? I take my text from Jude 1 verse 22 the King James Version says and of some have compassion making a difference it's all about making a difference. You're a member of this church. How is it that you're being a member of this church makes any difference? You came to church this morning. How does it make any difference? What the Lord is saying is unless you make a difference, you may as well not even exist. I bring you the word of God this morning entitled making a difference before I go into the word of the Lord help me look at your neighbor say sitting around me please let it make a difference Help me look at somebody looking nice the way you are please let it make a difference you're you're playing the motif X, xf8 please let it make a difference although you're supposed to be on the sound system please let it make a difference when you make no difference you may as well walk up pass even god the same some people just walk up us. On Wednesday, some of you were not in church. I hope you were online. I was speaking to the church by the leading of the spirit between the difference between a, what a Christian and a disciple. The Bible says in the book of Acts, it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. The word Christian is what you are called. Disciple is who you are supposed to be. If all you are is a Christian, you make no difference. It is disciples that go about doing good like their master. Please help me point to this exalted altar and say, please make a difference. Make a difference. You too, help me point to the congregation. Please make a difference. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we follow hard. We seek the Lord with all our heart that we may find you this morning. The Bible says, Of the making of many opinions on social media, there is no end is foolishness. What is the Lord saying? Father, we thank you that you speak life to us in grace seven years. It is people like me that should be held responsible for the state of the church. And I'm not going to back off, and I'm not going to make any excuses, because truly, if the Lord established a church in Nigeria, to the point that Nigeria is the most church, how many people call me and say, "Are you the pastor of this person?" This person is such an excellent person like Daniel. And some people, you are so unteachable, nothing changes, and so we make no difference. I am still going to try to make a difference, even if I have to stand. This is the word of the Lord. This is not a fancy sermon. David made a difference at the battle of Goliath. Even the children know the story of the battle of Goliath. For 30 days, this maniac stood, David was not invited. David did not know there was a battle. He was in the backside of nowhere, making a difference to his father's small business. I'm speaking volumes here. There are children that don't care about their parents' business. David, there are so many things about David that you didn't know. That's why God chose him. He was a worshiper. He was fervently obedient to his father. He was not drunk on himself. Like the rest of his brothers. He was going about his father's small ship. That's why he didn't know about the battle. It was obedience again that made him know about the battle. Because the father sent for him. It's bad enough your brothers are, 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 are in the army. the lieutenants, the captains in the army. And your father sent you to be doing some small business in the middle of nowhere in ajangbadi somewhere. And, and you still go. And I call him and sent for him and said come and take food to your brothers. If not me. I say that you are telling me to take food again. I'm coming. That's all I will say. But David didn't. You're laughing. How many of will still agree to answer that kind of father? He sent some to the Sandhurst Military Academy, and they became big boys where everybody shake for them. And they send you to the dead end somewhere. He called no idea. So the father said, "Take lunch to them," and he went. It was when he got there, he saw the whole of Israel, the army. He saw one fellow shouting and raining because he said, Ah, what's happening here? He said, This fellow, how do you let this fellow? You mean this fellow has been doing this? He said, Allow me to, to slap this guy. He said, By the way, what will the king give him? You know, Christians don't understand that God enters contracts. God enters contracts and he honors his contract. David knew God so much. Before I kill this guy, what will the king give me? It could be a small K. It could be a big K. The small K is attending to the command of the big K. And they told him, one, he says, I like it. Before he went to the battle. Can I tell you something? If you make a difference, there's something the king is going to give you. A lot of you don't know God. Before he did anything, he said, what will the king give this guy? If I make the difference in this battle, you will go see something. Then you know the rest of the story. I want to ask this morning. Please answer me. How can somebody stand 30 days and 30 nights? cursing your family. Cursing what you stand for. And no man in Israel got up. None of them made a difference. See, it's not the size of your chest that makes you man. It's the size of the courage inside your body. Because the king himself, who could not find donkeys, and God brought him from being an abject failure to reigning as a king, you will have felt that he would honor that self kind of God, he will lay his life down for the God who brought him from being a nonsensical person to being a notable person when the honor of that king was being dragged by Goliath. The same Saul didn't get up. I want to I want you to put the evidence before you that Saul himself was a giant. You know why I say so. The Bible records that he was head and shoulder taller than any man in Israel. So that puts him at about seven and a half to eight feet. Because the average man could be up to six feet. And he was like eight feet himself. Even though Goliath may have been like eight and a half, nine feet. So they had a giant. But the giant made no difference when another giant was cursing out the God of Israel. It is not how much you have that will make you make a difference. It is how much of God you carry on the inside. Abinada, Shama, they were there. The only brother that spoke was talking down to the man that was going to make a difference. I wish some people would shut their mouth and not talk to people like us because we are still trying to To make a difference. If you want to talk. Talk to the giant. That is against Nigeria. Don't talk bad about people like us. That are taking our catapult. And still going after it. Everybody has a mouth. But not everybody is using it well. David made a difference. And God made him. Rule. The Bible says. The women sang that day. God bless you men like that. They said, Saul has slayed the thousand. He didn't slay nothing, not even a fly. They were just being nice to him. But David slew tens of thousands. The women of grace assembly, you will always sing the right song in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Saul didn't like it. How can the man that had the authority, you know what he did? He had the best armor. He didn't use the armor to make a difference. He gave it. He said use it. You know, I can't use the armor of a foolish man. David put it down. Say, I would rather use what I have because you and your armor, you can't make a difference. I want to say to church, it's not the size of your armor that matters. It is the size of God inside of you when it comes to making a difference i knew you won't clap because maybe it's getting some people in the wrong side but this is the word of the lord that was a man let me talk to the women there's a man called haman he was the he was the enemy of israel he made a plan built a guillotine that he was going to he got he built a gulatine first and he got the authority of the king to eradicate the jews it's like somebody has bought 48 AK 47 and is going to come to your house and shoot down every living thing, including your pussycat. That's what Haman did. And the deal was done. The king has signed it, the guillotine was built. But there was a woman called Esther who made a difference. There are many women in Grace Assembly. I'm looking for the one who is woman enough woman of God enough to make a difference her life was cool she had become the queen and she wanted to start enjoying the little benefit that she now had Hmm. a man like me Mordecai went to her and says maybe God elevated you for a time like this you know what you better get up pray make a difference or god will do it another way then you instead of making a difference you and your father's house you will perish it's in the bible black and white there's nothing i'm saying that is not in the bible i wish christians will become disciples and really read their bibles you know what christians do they read the promises so that they have a comfortable life they don't read the instructions Disciples follow the Lord. Whether it is easy or tough, they keep moving. Christians will say, oh, there's traffic. I can't go to church. Ah, I did my transfer once. I've tried. Let's move on. Disciples get the job done. Esther realized that if I make no difference, hey. Number one, if you make a difference, God will bless you. If you make no difference, God can, you and your family. I'm telling you the truth. When she realized that, she decided to make a difference. Do you know what the Bible says? She says she called her maids and they went into fasting. And she said, if I perish, I per- can I tell you something? It's Christians do not want the little finger to even break one Fingernail for the Lord is too much trouble. Disciples laid down their lives, their comfort. That's why, listen, we have a lot of Christians, we don't have a lot of disciples, and God knows who is a Christian as opposed to who is a disciple. They fasted. And she said, if I perish, I perish. Can I announce to you, your being saved is not about you being comfortable all the time. Sometimes you may be required to lay your life down. Somebody thought, wow. Maybe I shouldn't have come to church this morning. No, it's true. Goliath was cursing. Nobody laid their life on the line. If somebody came to your father's house and was cursing your father for 24 hours, I'm sure some people will fight. But if somebody was cursing the name of God, I doubt if anybody will fight. This is kind of word that would change the church in Nigeria from the church of Christians to the church of disciples. And so she stepped up to the king. And the law is if the king did not cover his shop, he can kill you and the king smiled He said ask me to the half of my kingdom anything you want and it's done as a matter of fact people don't know that God doesn't want you to die if you step up your life he will save your life <laughs> you are going to get blessed but the lack of commitment to God to that level is a shameful thing amongst the children of God It's a shameful thing. So Esther made a difference when Haman threatened to wipe out the Jews. His great-grandchild, Hitler, was going to try and do that a lot later. So Hitler was not the first person that wanted to wipe out the Jews. Some people stood up against Hitler. But long before that, a woman stood up against Haman. I wonder whether we still have such women left then along came Jesus, Jesus didn't make a difference, Jesus made the difference David made a difference Esther made a difference, Jesus made the difference so that the likes of Dorcas could later on make a difference Jesus made the difference so that in our own days, you and I, if we will rise from our complacency, can also make a difference. It's interesting that the word disciple is not common anymore. is the word Christian. Because a disciple is somebody that has accepted the discipline of the way of Christ. And from the word discipline, you have the word disciple. So if you don't accept discipline, you can never be a disciple. That's why people move from church to church. The moment you try and discipline them, they move to another church. That's why we have many Christians in Nigeria, very few disciples. And a disciple is somebody that lives sacrificially. It's not this convenient Christianity that I just want to be comfortable. Jesus died so that I'll be comfortable. No, Jesus didn't die so that you'll be comfortable. He died that the kingdom of God be established. And thank God you're a part of it. It's not about your comfort. I'm going to read the scripture. I said, Jesus made the difference so that in our own days, you and I can also make a difference. I want you to ask yourself, am I making a difference? honestly, We saw that this vision video is at least, even before the video has been around for at least 15 years, making a difference in the name. I'm not saying anything new. I've always said it. Maybe you're hearing it well for the first time. There's no point saying we're Christians and we don't make a difference in our nation. It's, it is, it is, it's a travesty of our faith. Matthew 5 verse 13. It says you are the salt of the earth. You. Don't look around. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? That... <laughs> I mean, that's the question born from an, uh, 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 somebody who is, who is exasperated. How, come on now, shall it be seasoned? Ah. It is then GFN, good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. It says, you are the salt. Then it goes away. It says, take real salt. If it loses its flavor, what do you use it for in the kitchen? You throw it away. This is Jesus speaking, then he left. In Yoruba, we say, Be wo, reason it out yourself. Who is he talking to? You are the salt. And the salt in real life, this is what happens to it. It says, Check it out. In meaning, salt was created to make a difference. Otherwise, it becomes good for nothing. <laughs> the living Bible says, you are the world's seasoning. Mm-hmm. Have you tried to eat stew before? No pepper, no maggi, no salt. Have you tried it before? Oh, I made a mistake. I should have brought some today. And I should have made all of you eat it. And you must finish it. I'll give you a generous portion. It tastes worse than medicine. The same stew, same look, you put in your mouth, you spit it out. It says you are the seasoning. So if Nigeria is not sweet. Making a difference in the nation. And we plenty, plentiful people. You are the world's seasoning. You are Nigerian seasoning to make it tolerable. Come on now. Is Nigeria tolerable? If it's tolerable, how come your children are f- flying out of Nigeria? Pastor, I me mean, remember one day that the host said, I should stop my sermon and ask if they packed a ship at Marina. Big, big. You know those like. The one that used to carry crude oil. If they pack it, they say, anybody that wants to go to America. If you enter the ship, we'll give you American passport. You can forget about it. I asked the question in church. How many of you will go? Don't look at your husband's face. Don't look, the children, don't look at your parents' face. And what, wait, 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 wait. Say, leave, tell the husband, don't touch me, please. They got up. Is it true or not? Virtually all the children got up. Whether their parents agree or not, they will get on that ship. Because Nigeria is not tolerable. You are the world seasoning to make it tolerable if you lose your flavor. Some people are even sleeping. It's evidence that there's no flavor. What will happen to the world? Can you please keep your eye on the screen? You are the world seasoning to make it tolerable if you lose your flavor what will happen Let's not even talk about the world. What will happen to Nigeria? You're confusing me as if I am imposing some strange thing to you. Am I reading the Bible or not? I said, when you lose your flavor, what do you expect to happen to Nigeria? It says, and you yourselves will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the world's light, a city on a hill that should be glowing in the night for all. Not to stumble, to begin to see. And these are the people that live in self-absorbed lives. All they want is comfort. They cannot salt. They will not salt. They do not see the responsibility to make a difference. This is the mandate. My job is to teach you, pray for you, and you go out there and shine the light. People should be calling me and say, my God, my God, I'm going to send my children to your church. These kids that came to do youth call, uh, attachment in our office, they just something else. I pray I will get some calls this week. And so, this is the word of God. You are the world's light, a city on a hill glowing in the night for all to see how things should be done, to see how people have to respond, not to react to things, to to see because you can they can tell you have insight. This is the mandate, it's not about you being just happy with your two children no it's not you are supposed to sort things and make a difference you are supposed to shine the light so people can see how better to live Jesus didn't die so that you're just gonna be happy no it's not true you are soldiers on an assignment Paul said I have finished my course I spent my life making a difference My prayer is that we will not die with The way we are (laughs) We will die making a difference in Jesus mighty name I said Jesus made the difference So that doctors could make a difference Jesus made the difference so that you and I In our own days in this present day In Nigeria we can also make a difference It's an opportunity To make a difference I like what Pastor Yomi did some time ago I don't know how we got here some people sold us the idea of hate of our brothers and even educated people began to speak like illiterates and speak evil about other tribes I'm still horrified okay you that you were born in whatever tribe that you think is good did you did you deserve it did you Put yourself there. You don't even know how you were born into. You could have born in that side. If you were born on that side, how would you like somebody to be talking about your life? Um, excuse me, please. Can we talk? Just the same way you think they have some bad people from the east, there are plenty of bad people from the west too. We get our own weary people, people that are not okay. One of the things they say about Yoruba men is that they like Faji, but I don't. Some of us are born Yoruba men, but I am not a Faji person. I take care of my family. You can't group all of us and say all of them, they're useless men. They just like to enjoy. They go and sit in the island club. They don't take care of, they don't pay school fees. No! I may be born a Yoruba man, but I'm a responsible man. <laughs> Generalization is such an ugly thing. If I do let anybody say that I will I will take you on any member of Grace Assembly if I hear you publish any I will come to social media I will take you on and you will know the difference between an enlightened legal mind and a mind that just wrote you know I'll put the evidence in your face making a difference the difference is causing the rift to be settled Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Bible says, those that separate themselves, they are sensual, they know nothing. I'm quoting scripture. You that you separate yourself, you are sensual. The Bible says, oh, monotone. Making the difference? Causing more bridges? No, we're supposed to bridge the rift. Jesus came to gather. He says, I have not come to condemn. Who are you to condemn a whole tribe? Nothing is good about them. He said, I have not come to condemn. I've come to save. Pastor B wrote something. It takes a man who is sacrificial to say, I'm going to lose some friends. I'm going to lose some business. But I'm going to stand on the right thing. Can you help me applaud this man? He wrote a statement that it is ridiculous and I'm ready to cut ties with anybody who who is so tribalistic. You know, I don't understand. Why do you go and get visa? The same people are saying they will get visa and go to another people's country. Why should they let you come to their country? Are you one of them? Your children go there and they have dual nationality, they carry two passports and you 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 celebrate it. It's the height of hypocrisy. They should they should meet me in court. I will present my case. You present your case. Christianity has no room. There's no Jew, there's no Gentile, there's no male, there's no female. If somebody, the Bible says, let me tell you something. The Bible says, Gone are the days when a man will come, will eat sour grapes and the teeth of his children will be set on edge. Meaning that in those days, what your father did, people will use it to describe you. It says not like that anymore. The father that sinned, he will die. The child shall be set free. What my cousin did, you cannot use to describe me. It's the soul that sinned that will die, not his children. Okay, in the old people's home that we go to. So we should go there and separate who is epic? who is Yoruba. We go to the prison, we should separate a beg. Shut that thing and let us hear the gospel. body from any race from any part of the world that once you hear the gospel you're welcome in grace assembly i'm going to hug you i'm going to love you i'm going to pray for you i'm going to embrace you you can come to my house you can eat at my table forget it and by the way let me say something the jews were the only children of god they were the only children of God they were the only people of God we were brought in you that you are brought in you are now saying somebody is not good God should have left you out God was the God of the Jews before you're none of us black man for where you have received mercy give mercy blessed are the merciful they shall be called the children of God Blessed are the peacemakers. They no, the blessed mercy they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called the children of God. What you should be saying is it is enough. All this, all the teachers that taught you in primary school, second school, university, they were all from your tribe. The hospital where you were born, the midwife is probably not from your tribe. Could have killed you. You are not from the same track. Quite long. <laughs> Nonsense. When you are when, when, when going to London, do you go and ask the, 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 the pilot, are you from Yoruba? Otherwise, I will enter this plane. When you want to collect visa, why get you to collect visa from only Yoruba people? Yoruba embassy, they will give you American visa. Okay, tell me something to do Americans do now? tell me something do British people I'm sorry I just had to address that you know I, I, I just don't get it I don't get it at all any of my children find a good spouse from anywhere I will get them lawfully married if you like don't come We're talking about the difference this is how to make the difference i am proud of pastor Yomi. a lot of people he's a businessman he needs business from the day you wrote that the people who are bigots will mark you and they start acting funny but you see who has spoken when jehovah has not spoken you know he says be careful you say a man that does not know whether he will wake up tomorrow he's saying i will do this i'll do that uh, uh, you will die, somebody else will drive your car, will leave your house, will collect your wife. Listen, go and tell rich men that they're not rich Oh, they're not rich, they should cool down old. Pastor me. if they don't give you business, God will raise help for you from another side. <laughs> the church is where the truth should be spoken. I don't pander to anybody, I don't like anybody that much. I don't have any permanent friends. I don't have any permanent enemy. If you're on the Lord's side, you're on my side. If you are on the opposite side, you're on the opposite side. When you repent, you can come back to this side. now. I notice some people don't call me anymore. It's okay. The phone ringing is even disturbing me. Don't call me. As long as Holy Spirit calls me, I'm fine. Nine, verse thirty-six. Pastor, I mean, it's not only you; they're not calling. You, they're not calling me too. You know, I've addressed this matter before too. That's fine. It's even good. Let me edit, my friends. The Bible says, "At Joppa, there was a certain disciple." Hi, it didn't say there was a certain Christian. Read it. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha which is translated Dorcas this woman was full of good works not full of tribalism not full of accusation was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did the bible registered what she did to all it didn't matter that's what disciples do they're not full of criticisms. They're not full of anger. They're not full of segregation. They're full of what? Good works. We will keep going to old people's home. We'll keep going to the prisons. We will not ask where you are from. Because some of them have been sentenced by the law court to death. We're praying that even if they, they don't release them, at least when they execute them, they go to heaven. We will keep going. Disciples, a certain disciple, disciples characterize Christ. Disciples are ardent followers who become more and more like Jesus. Disciples have the character and the lifestyle to back up their Christian claims. The question is, you cannot make a difference if you don't have the character of Christ to back up the name that you're taking on called Christian. The New Living Translation of the same Acts 9 says there was a t- true believer. So there are ordinary believers. And there are true believers. And there are real believers. Help me just stretch your neck a little bit. Don't say anything. Stretch your neck. In Grace Assembly there are Believers. Some are true, some are real, and some are just believers. And this one was named Tabitha, Bathi, uh, Bathi, which is in Greek, is Dorcas. She was always—I like that. She was always doing what kind things. How many of you know that there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "What is required of a man is kindness." I'm telling you, scripture what is required of man is kind and what is kind about the things that people have been saying. What is kind about that? God says it is not judgment that is required from you. It is kindness. She was always doing kind things for others. Whether they were Jew or Samaritan, it didn't matter. The story of the Lord about the Samaritan, he said the Jewish priest came, didn't do anything. The Jewish didn't, he was a Samaritan that was not even the same tribe with them that helped the man. Shoto, why can't you be like that good Samaritan? She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor, irrespective of where they came from. About this time, she became ill. That means bad things sometimes happens to good people. This is the description of the woman. No, no ill spoken about her. No comma in her personality. She became ill. Can we talk? Why is it that Christians are so judgmental? Some people have said, if she was such a good woman, why is she sick with cancer? if you are so good why is it you are broke you hear people say that kind of thing we will not have the answer to everything on this side of eternity but my own is to be kind hello whatever you are going through if I am able to help you good. if I am not the least I should do is I should be kind about it About this time, she became ill and died. And her body was washed for burial and laid up in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda. And so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. You know, the thing is this. If somebody is making a difference, the right-thinking people will respond with so much passion if the person has a problem. Is it true or not? Another translation says, drop whatever you're doing and come now, is what they said. Which means, on the scale of value, they valued her so high that they had to disrupt the ministry of Peter. I said, come now. So Peter returned with them and as soon as he arrived, it took him, to the, they took him to the upstairs room, the room was filled with widows, widows that could not give her anything in return, widows that had nothing, it was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and the other clothes dockers had made for them. Nobody told us the wardrobe of Dorcas. You may have been surprised that Doc, Dorcas's wardrobe was not big. You may have been surprised that she didn't have a lot of clothes. She spent more time providing for those who had nothing to give in return. It's good to give people who can give you things. It's better to, you for to give people who can give you anything so that the Lord will reward you. My question then is what about you? Are you making a difference? Are you even trying at all to make a difference? Will you teach your children to live a self absorbed, self centered, cushy life, or will you teach them to be like Christ? going about, doing good, making a difference? Will you step out of your comfort zone and start making a difference? Let me read the message Bible of this Matthew 5 to you. It says, let me tell you why you are here. Please look up on the screen. Jesus says, let me tell you why you, sitting on your chair, you're here. It's not what you think. He said, you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. That's why you're here. When Jesus said, this is why you're here, he's talking, this is the reason why you're alive. Don't trip. The reason why you're alive is to make a difference. Because in the grave, you cannot make a difference. It is over. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here to be salt season that brings out the God's flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, that proposition is before everybody. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You have lost your usefulness. I'm quoting the bible you can be driving a BMW 7 series but you have lost your usefulness you can have 48 degrees and you think you are all that but as far as the lord is concerned you have lost your usefulness if something is not useful it is useless a simple grammar is not an abuse if you are not useful you are useless and this is what Paul said about Mark. In 2 Timothy 4, b he says, Get Mark and bring him with you, for he's useful to me for ministry. I thought the desire of every one of us is to be useful to the Lord. You know what? It is self-centeredness, selfishness that has brought Nigeria to this place. Everybody is grabbing for themselves. That's what the problem is. Greed. That's why I chose that movie that we watch on movie night. Greed. When people are greedy, everybody loses at the end of the day. That's the story of Nigeria. Everybody's greedy. And everybody's losing. The nature of Satan. I will have the throne for myself. I will have the angels for my. Where is Satan today? He has lost. God is saying, send some people to me they're useful. If God calls you, what God is saying to you, you don't understand is you're useful. If God does not send you on anything, don't think you enjoy it. It may mean that he thinks you are not useful. It says you have lost your usefulness. So, when you come to church and they give you an assignment, uh, be grateful they give you an assignment. It means you are useful. When the pastor just greets you, hello, how are you? God bless you. Never called you, never put you on any committee, never gave you a ah, don't think you're enjoying. I'm nice to everybody, but not everybody is useful. But I love everybody. A word is sufficient for the wise and he the heart and ear let him hear what the spirit is saying today we have received more grace during our holy communion we receive more grace today which means more grace to make a difference it's not more grace to possess more you will have more but even with the more is so that you can make more difference Making a difference at our homes. Usher's, can you just stand where you are? Don't move, don't move. I want to have, everybody stand up please. I want your attention. The word of the Lord to Grace Assembly is making a difference. No movements, please. Very important. Making a difference at home. You can come to church and be so useful. Are you making a difference at home? Charity begins at home. Making a difference at work on your job. Hmm. Can I visit you in your office? Will your boss celebrate me or just his? Making a difference in our church. What will shake? What will fall if you don't come to church? Apart from the fact that your seat will be empty. If nothing will shake. You are not particularly useful. Every member of Grace Assembly is supposed to be like these pillars. You're holding up something. If you remove this pillar, that place will come down. But you know what it takes t- for you to be a pillar? Steel, concrete, character, strength, huh? Consistency. Pillars don't move out of position. Every small thing you vex and not come to church anymore. Making a difference at our homes. Making a difference on our job, at our work. Making a difference in your church. Making a difference in the society. Don't say you are a disciple and all we feel it is in church. If we come to the society around you, do they know you? Making a difference in the nation. That is our vision video. No member of Grace Assembly is supposed to be bereft of the the achievement of making a difference in the nation. You are not a good member of Grace Assembly if you are not making a difference in the nation. Making a difference as a member of the church. Let's start from that. You do not have to be a deacon for you to make a difference. making a difference as a worker you can have the title but you don't do the job making a difference as a head of department may the head not be like the tail making a difference as the minister of the gospel in grace assembly we call you minister so 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 are you making a difference if the salt were to lose the slavery it becomes good for nothing Making a difference as an elder. We call you elder. You're supposed to set the standards. In Yoruba land, we look to our elders. When I turned 60, I had to drop some things because now I am an elder. There's some things I can't do anymore. If they want to hold the elders of Nigeria responsible, I will be listed amongst them. doesn't matter how young I look any elder that does not want to be asked a question is not an elder making a difference as an elder what is expected of you when you are 40 is not the same thing we expect of you when you are in your 50s can I talk when you cross from 50 to 60 at 60 you are still not responsible when will you ever be responsible? Making a difference at different levels. If you don't start practicing making a difference as a member, when you become a worker, you will not make a difference. If you don't practice making a difference as a worker, when you become an HOD, you will not make a difference. If you will not make a difference in your 40s, when you get to my age, you will be an apology. Making a difference is something you decide it's important in fact is what the Lord says that's the reason why you're alive. And it should be incremental. You should not reduce it. Don't say I used to make a difference. It's not allowed. Making a difference as a father. Let me talk to the men. I've heard all kind of arguments. You like to call the head of the house. But do you lead the battles? let me talk to the man you like to be the voice that everybody responds to and obeys when there is work to be done when there are bills to be paid are you still the head making a difference as a man are you the priest of your house how can your wife be the priest okay if she's a priest you are the high priest so when it comes to fasting and prayers, how is it you're sleeping when your family are praying? Your wife is supposed to be following you, but you're not going anywhere. If you need prayer, see me, I'll pray with you. Making a difference as a husband, can we talk about that? Your wife is still a baby girl as far as God is concerned. No matter how big she is, no matter how old she has become, no matter how... She's, she's not as slim as before. No matter how she is now, she's still a baby girl. <laughs> Are you making a difference? On whose lap can your wife sit? Pastor, you know, you know, you know what he's thinking about. Suppose my leg break, your leg will not break. Your wife too gets sense now. When she sit, she will put weight on one leg just, because she not say baba, doll, baba doll old. Women, am I in order? Are you still not a baby girl? making a difference she left her father her daddy you are now her daddy so when she wants a toy she's not going to go home to her daddy the day my daughter marries come and meet me say I want a toy I will call the husband and say hello hello I forwarded the text to you who is she going to ask For silly things for if not you Men Make a difference As a husband Let me talk to the women Making a difference As a wife Uh You call your husband mommy's boy, why? Because when he goes to mommy, mommy will calm him down. Why are you jealous of mommy? Just do what mommy does, men. Am I in order? Can I tell you all the wives don't like me now because I'm talking about them it's balanced now make a difference to the man that he does not need a mother anymore he has a mother in his house the rest is x-rated I can't talk about it (laughs) here making a difference as a mother we talked about making a difference as a father mothers the world is so bad these days, unfortunately you have more work to do over your children I plead with you please pay more attention don't think about their age they need you sometimes they're rude forgive them if you leave them with their rudeness Satan will deal with them sometimes you just forgive As unto the Lord it doesn't make you a fool you say what you mean but you embrace the children again most of us men depend on our wives when some children are behaving difficult we don't even know what to do anymore we need the wisdom of the mother to bring that child to order And for that reason, we cannot but honor and respect the mothers because you have some gifts that a man does not have. Let me speak as making a difference as a son. Look at all the sons are there. Can I hear an amen? All the sons are there. You are the second daddy in your house, so start learning responsibility. That is how you make a difference. Don't be asked acting spoils act like David. The one to take over should start practicing. Making a difference as a daughter. Can all the daughters say amen over there? All the daughters that is only Indomie, they know how to cook. (laughs) When your mother is doing smoked turkey, this and that, you're watching TV. So when your mommy wants to rest, there's no smoked turkey anymore. Making a difference as a daughter. I close by saying we have received more grace during our Holy Communion today, more grace to make a difference. May we not frustrate that grace to make a difference in Jesus' name. If you have been blessed this morning, can you help me celebrate the Lord? But thank you. You you. You may be, you may be seated. I pray that we make a difference in Nigeria. Thank you, Multimedia. This is a a bit of a tough one for you today, but the job got done.